Hey, hi everybody, hi. Welcome to Get Wood, I'm Jess Wood. I actually went to Santa Fe this week and a friend of mine uh, brought me over there and I wore a fringe jacket and on the way into the plaza, she looked at me and said, do you know that movie with Jim Carrey where they go to Aspen? And I was like, are you saying I'm like Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> Let's start the show. Bam. Oh, and you say, God damn, this is a dope jam. I'm broad. Everybody sing along. I'm broad. I'm broader than Broadway. Yes, I'm a broad and I'm broad and I'm broader than Broadway. And I'm always diddling, 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 diddling my self. And it feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours. Come on. And we'll make a good goulash, baby. Oh, yeah. What time is it? It's time for Get Wood with Jess Wood. Hi, that's me. I'm Jess. And I'm your pal. Some of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh-wee. I did go to uh, Santa Fe this week. I always like to start with a little jokety joke. And hopefully it's on me. Hopefully the joke's on me, kids, because let me tell you something. No matter what city you visit, no matter what state you're in, in America right now, if you're doing comedy and you're a white lady and you happen to do a character that's not white, woo, if there's a white audience, they will be frightened. And frightened to the point of just no return that i i was at an open mic last night thank you royale royale with cheese i wore a be cool honey bunny because i was at royal's show last night <laughs> represent and um i had them real good i had these kids real good there was about a smattering of about 20 20 something year olds white and uh, <laughs> I already knew the demographic because the comic before me had asked, hey, where are the Catholics? And they were like, woo. And then somebody mentioned Jew. And I was like, yeah. And I was alone. Uh, so who knows? Maybe they just were like, there's that Jew. I don't know what their thoughts were. And I try not to think about what the thoughts are of the audience. But what was apparent to me, friends, is that as soon as I did a character that was non-white, they were like, ah! and they just stopped liking me and you know what that's okay too because i come from the school of patrice o'neill mm. <clears throat> if you don't know who patrice o'neill is please go and look him up because patrice o'neill not only was a spectacular fucking comic but he was also a very how will i put it fucking mean guy <laughs> to the other comedians which i have to tell you it's you kind of have to be a little bit tough in this business, or at least you used to have to be tough. Because let me tell you something, and Jason, you know what I'm talking about right now. The boy that was on stage before me, white boy, had I don't even know. He didn't talk about ever not being on stage. You know what he talked about? I was watching TV in my room. Yeah, I had a TV in my room. We'll get to that later. Motherfucker, you have five minutes. You better fucking tell a joke. I don't care about you and your wealthy fucking upbringing. TV in your room. Suck a dick. So I'm already like, fuck this guy. And he continues to go on and say, well, I was watching TV one night in my room when I was younger. And I saw a stand-up comic. And I was like, Psh, I could do that. Well, apparently you can't, motherfucker. Because now you're on stage and you haven't told us one goddamn joke. But here's the problem right now with society. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about shit about society right now. Jess, you ready? Okay. These fucking assholes in the audience were going, 
You're doing great. Keep going. No, he wasn't. No, he shouldn't. And you know what I said? No. <laughs> you know what I said to a fucking guy next to me? I go, don't encourage him. And he was like, don't encourage him. Why would you say that? Because he's not fucking doing great. And he doesn't need to think that this, him just rambling on about having a television in his room and thinking it was so fucking easy to do comedy, he can suck a fucking dick. If Patrice O'Neill was in that room, he would have yelled out, go home, work on a fucking joke, and come back. You know how I know that? Because he said that to me once. That's right. And I'm still here. Fucking dicks. Thank you. Amen. Speak it. Preach it. Fucking it's comedy. Listen, there's not any other fucking job that you could come to and just show up. What are you going to show up at a baseball fucking tryout? And oh, how do you hold this mic? I saw on TV people playing baseball and it just looked so easy. I figured I'll go play baseball. No, motherfucker. It takes some skill. It takes you writing down some goddamn throw tomatoes. I wish I could. But you know what? The audience was on his fucking side because it's a bunch of uh, crybaby fucking 20 year olds. Like, don't, you can't talk about that. And don't be mean to each other. And you can't, you know what? I'm the most loving fucking bitch that you're ever going to know. But you know what you have to do in order for me to love you? I don't know. Work on some shit. Do something that maybe will make me think, wow, look at this fool working and fucking doing some stuff, being kind, being generous, being a fucking comedian. You, you can't just walk into a goddamn art gallery and be like, I saw Bob Ross painting and I figured it was just easy. I could just come in here and fucking paint a canvas. No, no, and, and no. Because guess what? The artists who fucking either gone to school for it or taught themselves and ached and pained away for hours at a time in their room without a television, I promise you, you fucking little spoiled brat. Uh, yeah, they worked hard on their craft. And yes, I also would make fun of that uh, saying as well. The craft, oh, Jesse, your, your craft is so wonderful. That's what my mom used to say to me about acting. Oh, why in the world? They can't pause me. You can't pause me for shit, buddy. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm good. Listen, people, if you want to leave because you think it's mean, like, she's mean. I don't like what she's talking about. I don't, you can take it, take it, take the road less traveled, <laughs> which is actually kind, kindness. Um, I just am so passionate about comedy and about people working on it and on their jokes that I'm like, you know, come on, you guys, let's just, come on. So he's like, oh, I shouldn't, uh, don't, uh. and I was like, no, don't make him think that he's doing a good job. He's rambling on, mm, scene and cut. So that was my experience last night. I had to talk about it because I'm like, everybody's so fucking scared to just tell the truth. And I don't mean to be mean. I just mean like, hey man, can you do a little work on that? It's really insulting to the rest of us that you think it's so easy to do comedy that you're just gonna come up on stage and talk and think you're like cool enough to fucking make us pay attention. No. And you know what? I had to learn that too. You can't just be a, a titty shaking fucking hooker on stage talking about mm, my pussy, my pussy. No. And yes, I do shake my titties. And yes, I do talk about my pussy, but there's jokes in it. You see the difference? Jokes. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready to hear some more shit talk? 
Because really, I did go to Santa Fe this week with my friend, and really she did ask me if I'd ever seen the Jim Carrey movie where they go to Aspen. Because I was wearing a fringe jacket, she wants to talk shit, you know, oh, Dumb and Dumber? Is that what you're saying? That I am like Dumb and Dumber? Lloyd? Is it Lloyd? Is that Jim Carrey's name? I don't even know. But all I know is he looked like a fucking fool in Aspen with head to toe. <laughs> Rhinestone studded ski outfit and then i'm i'm feeling like that in my fucking fringe jacket oh i came to santa fe i've got to wear a fringe jacket i've got to fit in let me go buy a big expensive hat and perhaps off the plaza i can get some turquoise some turquoise (laughs) anyway i had a really good time in santa fe but i'm not really a fan of it let me tell you about santa fe compared to albuquerque Santa Fe is like, uh, well, I'll just explain it to you in the plaza, the sense of the plaza, because everybody, go to the plaza. Oh, have you been to the plaza? You must go to the plaza. So you go to the plaza, and it used to be just a funky-ass little adobe plaza. I mean, it is the second oldest town, city in the U.S., if anybody cares about that. Of course, they killed a bunch of people when they came here and were like, you can't speak your own language. Yeah. So, ooh, um, but <laughs> oldest, very old adobe. Adobe buildings and um, Adobe amazing natives Adobe like it's all white people in Santa Fe going like oh I need to go to the Rolex store yes there's a Rolex store in Santa Fe in the Adobe Adobe it's Adobe uh, in the mall <laughs> yeah there's a mall it's, it's not really a mall like it doesn't look like a mall from the outside but you know it's a fucking mall just because it's orange and made of clay it's a fucking mall. Don't try to fool me. And so many white people. Oh, my God. It doesn't make me. <laughs> it doesn't make for an interesting city. Here's what I'll say. I'll quote Fran, the lovely Fran Leibowitz. Well, maybe she's not lovely to you, but I adore her. Uh, she once said about New York City. Once a, a city becomes inhabited with mostly rich people, it becomes very uninteresting. Yes. Mm, it's just sewed up so tightly and nicely in that little saying. I think it's fucking charming. And she's right. It makes it uninteresting. I didn't see any murals. I didn't see any artwork. I saw a bunch of overpriced giant hats, a bunch of white people with their jeans tucked into their brand new cowboy boots, and a bunch of natives on the uh, plaza, like looking like fucking looking at their phones when you walk by. <laughs> A bunch of white ladies in expensive sweaters and turquoise who get annoyed with female baristas because their creepy old white husbands flirt with them. Oh, God. If that's not Santa Fe, I don't know what is. It's also Los Angeles. I think that's why I got creeped out by being there. I was like, this really reminds me of Los Angeles and the valley even of Los Angeles, which is like, if you know LA, you know the Valley, that's like saying Jersey to New York. You know what I mean? And New Yorkers are like, I don't go to Jersey. Fuck that fucking trash heap. (laughs) Mm -hmm. A little agua, a little agua for my trip to Santa Fe. Uh, Yeah, it was strange. And it was kind of creepy old guy town as well. And like, Older white ladies like, oh, God, I wish I was your age still. Hey, ladies. Hey, hey, gals. Uh, it, <laughs> it was just weird. I mean, it was fine. It was fine. And I'm grateful that I have a, a friend who will drive us uh, to places that are fun to explore. You know, I'm very grateful. I have a lot of gratitude. I have a lot of gratitude is my attitude. And if you watch this show, you know this. And you know this. Uh, can't believe I'm still alive. That's kind of why. Because it's like I have, I'm kind of on borrowed time over here. Um, 
<laughs> don't like cats says I obviously used to work in Santa Fe for their high minimum wage. Oh, it's fun in the art scene though. Sometimes like music and art. Okay, good. Great. No, I see. I don't mean to talk shit. This is me ignorantly talking shit and only having uh, spent time in the plaza during the day, you know, inundated with the folks. Uh, thanks Jay. He's glad I'm still alive as well. I didn't think I'd still be here like 25 years ago, I didn't think I'd still be here. So I'm kind of like, do I need a savings account? You know, uh, things that come up in life where you go, oh, right. Uh, shit, I'm still here. Maybe I should have some food in the fridge. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what to talk about next. I have mad notes here, but I'm excited to tell you that, um, I am also very free Britney. I'm also very free Britney, you know, and I know everyone's talking about it. And I just have to say, I kind of had a feeling something was the matter with her. I'm not saying I knew what was happening like completely because it's horrifying. But I will say that I follow her on Instagram and we all, all of us were kind of discussing in a light and kind way, man, is she okay? She seems to be dancing a hell of a lot on camera. She's just dancing and dancing in that living room, just spinning and spinning in that living room and sweating. And oh my God, she put so much energy into it. And it was like, she's not just rehearsing. This is something where it felt like she needed to get something out and she was suffering. And you know, that is why art is so beautiful. And that's why I get mad at little fucking brados like that kid on stage last night. Go work on the art. Don't just look at it and go, I could do that. I saw it on TV. They don't look too fucking. And you know when you know it's good when you look at the art and you go, oh, I could probably do that. Like it looks easy when you're watching a stand-up comic and they're getting a lot of laughs and they look so comfortable and they're breathing and it's all nice and good and they're interacting. That takes a fuck ton of work and time and practice and oh, I could go on for hours. I won't. I won't. Thank you though. Thank you for for everyone. Thank you so much for your support. And I know that Brittany, going back to Brittany, she has a ton of support out here. Uh, also within the Brittany Free Brittany movement, I don't know if you've noticed, but other folks who are disenfranchised in our society are putting up stuff. I will br break out the uh, disability Happy Disability Month. It's uh, July Disability Pride Month. I had no idea. A friend of mine posted something about how. Uh, Oh, you're really upset that Britney doesn't get control of her children? Guess what? 80% of uh, dis disabled women don't get a choice whether they have their child. Same with birth control, the forced IUDs. Like there were so many comparisons, the parallels that they had in with the Britney thing. So I feel like I'm learning if we can just listen, read, try to understand what is going on in our society, what has been going on for so long. But because I look the way I look, I've been getting by really easily. And I didn't understand that, you know, for a long time I was, well, I was raised by a woman who didn't let me do the Pledge of Allegiance at school, who didn't like white people, who told me white was ugly and white was creepy and white was awful. And, you know, she's kind of right. I mean, I, I look, we're Jews, so it's a different white, right? We were like the whites that were like, oh, get out of here. And so there's a tad of understanding. Now, a lot of times people go, you're Jewish? Wow, you don't, like I've had girls, you know, oh my God, you don't even look Jewish. You're so lucky. And I'm like, you're such an anti-Semite. How about that? Uh, but the 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 white supremacist, 
killing of the whites, the society that we've lived in this whole time, you know, and like going, huh, this is weird. And I would often question like, why are my friends, how come my Mexican friends, a lot of them live next to the freeway? And how come a lot of my black friends live down in South Central LA? Like I was very aware geographically in Los Angeles how fucking racially fucked it was because it was a parent who lived where in what situation. Because I was on the bus all the time. I just saw what was happening. Then I would ask people questions too. And they're like, this bitch is loud. And she asks a lot of questions. What are you, a cop? And I was like, no, I'm just so curious. <laughs> so free Britney. And uh, make sure not to discriminate uh, um, um, against other folks that are having a hard time. Like, I feel like I can talk shit all day about that white boy on stage. I don't give a fuck. And none of y'all should give a fuck because white men still rule. So, uh, fuck it. <laughs> and also, if he was funny, I wouldn't be saying shit. And if he wasn't such a fucking brat ass, I wouldn't be saying shit. All right, that's enough of that. Speaking of not being able to say the Pledge of Allegiance, you can understand that I was not really jazzed about the 4th of July situation. What's interesting, though, to see in the last few years, especially in the last couple of years, is the the divisiveness that's come up around all the holidays, like every holiday. Now, listen, I was also raised without, I wasn't a, um, what is it, Jehovah's Witness at all. Mom, you know, Ellen was, uh, well, we can get a tree. Fuck it. You know, let's get a tree. Who cares, Jesse? Let's just not buy into the fucking Christmas holiday bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, but you're getting a tree. So I was confused a lot of the time. But, you know, Thanksgiving was not a celebration at my house. Like my mom, why? So we can celebrate how the natives taught us how to plant food and then we slaughtered them? No, thank you. Okay, mom, thanks. So this was my upbringing. So I do have a, a bit of a, a, a different idea about some things. Um, also, though, she would say like, oh, God, what is it? Hallmark holiday, this Mother's Day. But you're going to get me card, right, sweetheart? Uh, so it was confusing, to say the least. But I did get it that some of my friends didn't. Uh, uh, well, a perfect example, and I know I've said this before, but like driving in Los Angeles was uh, often a little shaky because we would get pulled over and I would get separated from my friends and the cops would be like, Hey, are you okay? And I'd be like, that's my boyfriend. And then they'd shove me, throw me. I've been thrown a lot by LAPD. I don't mean to brag. And into the group of guys that they were searching and had on the ground, some of them on the ground. So I was privy to these kinds of situations way before it was caught on camera, but nobody really wanted to chat about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, free bread and 4th of July, whatever. If it's a, if you use it as an excuse just to fucking eat food and get some booze, uh, you can fucking do do that shit. And I and I have no obviously I have no beef with you. I also will eat beef. <laughs> beef, 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 beef bologna. That's for you, Diablo. The fear uh band. Punk rock. Okay, thank you. Uh in Alaska on the fourth of July, let me tell you something about that. I just learned a great fact. It, what happens in Alaska on the 4th of July, Jess? What is going on? What, Alaska? Why are we talking? About, well, let me just tell you. Let me just tell you real quick. They, for, <laughs> now I don't know if this is instead of fireworks or including fireworks or there's fireworks in the cars, but what they do is they take cars and they, they push them off cliffs for the, yes, 
in Alaska on 4th of July, the celebration is to take a car and to push it off a cliff. And uh, I guess those are the, (laughs) those are the, those are the fireworks, you know, explosions and and things like that. So I just had to say that because I just felt like, first of all, you got a lot of room, Alaska. You must have a lot of room. Also, some cars you really don't care about. A lot of beaters out there, beaters that you just fly them off the side of the thing. Who cares? Fuck this car. You know, so that, (laughs) what did I do for fourth? What did I do? Thank you so much for asking. I mean, it was just really another Sunday for me, friends. Uh, What does a Sunday mean for me? And get up a little later, have a little coffee right outside. Yeah, I can ride outside now because I fucking sprayed the shit out of that fucking cat. I mean, I didn't spray the cat itself, which I wish I fucking could. This is me like getting like, I'm, I'm like Elaine on Seinfeld when she has that barking dog and she's like, anything, I would do anything to get rid of that dog. And then they're like, they plan on like kidnapping it, taking it away. <laughs> so I'm like, anything, I'd do anything to get rid of this fucking cats. And one of them was coming up my stairs last night when I was walking outside. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I yelled at it like it was a teenage child that was you know kept leaving their beer cans in my lawn i was like you get the fuck out of here you fucking get the fuck are you fucking kidding me right now are you a fucking idiot right now like who who spoke to me uh as a child like that i want to know which hippie lashed out at me and spoke to me like that because i have blocked it pretty deeply but i have a voice that comes out of me that is definitely somebody from my past that's like are you fucking out of your mind (laughs) fucking Anyways, what did I do yesterday? Uh, or not yesterday. What was it? Sunday? Yes, Sunday. Oh, fun day Sunday, I tell you kids. Sometimes I figure, you know, you don't have a lot of pals here yet, Jess. Two. Uh, you, you don't have a lot of shit you got to do. There's no mic going on. You don't have to go downtown for the thing. Get, don't get in your car. This city is the biggest city of DUIs. So 4th of July, I was like, I'm not going to get in the car. And so... I stayed at home and I really wish this upon you as well. If you have this kind of time, I'm very, again, the gratitude. Whoa, it's giant. I watched three movies back to back. That's right, three, three of them. And I was like, let's do a theme. Let's do a summer theme. Let's do a weekend theme. We're doing a theme. So what did we do? We got it, me, me and my many personalities, we. Dazed and confused. Oh, what a classic. Okay. The, a lot, most people are like, all right, all right, all right, with Matthew McConaughey. No. My favorite two Matthew McConaughey lines in that one are uh, when, they, when they pick up the kid, the, 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 the ball player, and he's like, uh, hey, man, you got a joint? And, uh, and the kid goes, uh, not on me, man. And then McConaughey goes, be a lot cooler if you did. That's number one. Then number two is at the end of the movie where everybody's piling into his car to go get Aerosmith tickets. What? Because that's their summer priority, coach. Um, and so uh, they're all getting in and, and, and everybody's like climbing into his car. He goes, hey, watch the leather, man. <laughs> Watch the leather. Also, Parker Posey, when she falls, and then she goes, everybody, eat me. Every- oh, no, she goes, lick me, everyone. She's all drunk. She's fucking great in that. That movie's a classic. Please go watch it if you haven't watched it. If you miss it, go watch it again. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, I want to dance. Like, there's so many great. <laughs> and the music. You know, that is the value of the You know the words, so 
sing it. Uh, the other movie, the second movie I watched, Independence Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Will Smith. Oh, my God. I was clapping. I was like, go, Will Smith, go. Save us, Will Smith, save us. I was so excited. And I've seen that fucking movie before, but not in like 25 years. So I was like, oh, my God. Let me see this, Will Smith, go. And... Um, they couldn't make Independence Day again because it looked like the World Trade Center. I mean, I shouldn't. Don't laugh. A lot of people died. Too soon? It's fucking 20 years later. Fuck you. Uh, and I have had people. I had people. So don't get all weird. So, but Independence Day is so great because it's so 90s. That 90s thing. Like where, uh, I forget who the character is. He's drunk all the time. Randy Quaid. And he's drunk all the time. And he's and he's a, and he's a flyer. But he's been, I've been, I've been adopted by the and let me tell you something about this alien thing and living in New Mexico right now. It is so, I get it. I get it. And I heard a, I heard a podcast from a guy who like studies aliens and like, you know, talks to them and stuff. He says the reason they're always being spotted around New Mexico is because we have all the nukes and they don't want us to use them because, and listen, it's not like they're like, we love you earthlings. It's altruistic, altruistic. I don't know what that word is, but you know what I mean? Where they're looking out for self and they're like, you fucking humans are ruining the planet. And look at, we're trying to keep this planet going. We need a little water. We need a little of this air. And you fools are just dogging it you're dogging it so hard so uh apparently that's what's up now i don't i don't think they look like the monsters that they were portrayed as in independence day like when will smith my favorite and then another line from a film that i do you call independence day a film <laughs> it's a movie randy quay drunk drunk pilot and uh oh they made a second movie to the independence day oh no Thank you, Rondell. I could not. I would not. That's like the remake of fucking Point Break. Get the goddamn shit out of here. No. No. I will not. I won't even watch it on TV when Point Break, the new one, is on. Also, second Bill and Ted. Fucking blasphemous. So my favorite, now, Rondell, you might know what my favorite line from Independence Day is because when Will Smith uh, gets that... Uh, UFO down and then the aliens in there and he's all he's like octopusy fucking arms he's got all the tentacles and he's like got that alien face like they used an alien like alien the movie and they, I was like are you is everyone talking to one another and going like well if you're gonna do an alien movie we've got to use the alien face that we've already used an alien so that everybody remembers like this is how an alien looks and I'm like that's not how a fucking alien looks so He's all alieny and the tentacles and and Will Smith opens the hatch and the tentacles are coming at him and Will Smith just hauls back and fucking pow and pops him in the face and he's all and he like goes out and then Will Smith goes welcome to earth. I love the 90s. Oh my god, I love the 90s. Do you remember also Anaconda when Ice Cube all <laughs> <laughs> why were there so many fabulous rappers that turned movie stars that were punching out all the bad things oh so great that's what i miss i miss the 90s just maybe just for that fact we had so many cool fucking okay so i was really excited about independence day also uh uh vivica a fox 
right? Is that, oh, I hate to, I hate to not know who the fuck it was, but I believe it was her. Plays a stripper. That's the love interest for Will. A stripper. And like, and she has a kid and they have a dog and it's so nice and they don't portray the stripper like, this fucking whore wants to hook up with this military man. No, it's like a nice, it's a love story. It's nice. Everybody's kind to one another and they like, Will Smith, save the day. And then what is it? Bill Pullman? Is it Bill Pullman, the white man that plays the president? I don't know why I have to give you the cast, but he's so funny because he wants to go in the, he's like, I was all, I was a fighter pilot before I was the president. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yes, get him in a goddamn plane. Yes, make him go and fucking shoot some shit at some aliens. I was freaking out. I was freaking the fuck out. Independence Day, it holds up. I'm going to say that right now. Now, the last third and last film that, film movie that I watched uh, on Sunday was another one that I cannot believe I'm going to say completely holds up. And you can come at me if you want to. If you want to come at me about this movie, you can. Because I'm going to just say it right now. I can't believe... I don't know if there's a second one that they did. I don't think they could do a second one. But Rondell, maybe you're out there. You'll tell me. Okay, ready? Weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, classic. Classic. And if you don't know Weekend at Bernie's, it's basically just like a guy. Oh, basically. I just said basically. I hate all the basically. I know I talk about that a lot. That a lot of people use basically like they used to use literally. And we must stop. It sounds not smart. Do you understand? I don't care if I sound basically. Oh, there was a sequel to Weekend at Bernie's, Jason? Good God. How do you re-Weekend at Bernie's The Dead Man? It was, okay, so Weekend at Bernie's has so many great things. Weekend at Bernie's, a murder mystery, a love story, a kind of, um, I don't know, what would you say, Matthew, uh, Matthew, what's his name? Andrew McCarthy. Uh, he just said, literally, you motherfucker. (laughs) Seriously, though, we don't need literally or basically in our lives. There are moments where you could use them. Moments. Oh, I can't believe there's a second weekend at Bernie's. (coughs) It makes me choke on my own spittle. Uh, what are you going to resurrect the the dead guy (laughs) or just like another dead guy and was andrew mccarthy in that one as well jesus love yes i love i also love a young andrew mccarthy now pretty in pink oh he was great as the as the nice rich guy he was the nice rich guy remember his friends not so nice anyway um i i have to go since we're talking about uh movies and I just told you my three that I watched. Let me tell you the one that I watched that was new this week, because you know, I always love to give you guys a review of something new that's on television that maybe you can watch or stream. Uh, this was uh, the HBO Max, Steven Soderbergh, new release, uh, No Sudden Moves. And <clears throat> starring Don Cheadle, uh, Benicio Del Toro, who I fucking cream for. Do you understand me? Kareem. Uh, Yes, James Spader was the most cynical 17-year-old ever in Pretty in Pink, Jazzy. And Jazzy, he was also completely high on cocaine constantly, which I think made him angrier. Do you know what I mean? Like as much cocaine as Spader did in Pretty in Pink. We don't have to see it all the time, but we know, motherfucker. We know you're holding. (laughs) Anyway, no sudden move. All right, you ready? No Sudden Move. Now, the reason I think they named it No Sudden Move is because 
every fucking dude is wearing a hat. All right, no sudden moves so you don't drop your hat. No sudden moves so the hat doesn't fly. No sudden moves so you're fucking, are you out of your goddamn mind with the hats? I'm so beyond distracted by how many fedoras are in that movie. And there are only a couple of women in it, so it's mostly just men in fedoras on on screen. And I'm like, good Christ almighty, I can't even with the fucking thing. Okay, so we, uh, (laughs) he snorted it right off that brandy sniffer. Right! Yes! Thank you, Jazzy. Oh, the details of the John Hughes teen movies, let's compare them now to what do we have now for a teen movie? What do they, what do they put them on the Disney Channel? What are teen movies now? We don't even have, I think the best one, the last best one that we had either was American Pie or Can't Hardly Wait. I don't remember, but I don't even think either of those would be able to be made now because of all the bullshit sensitivity fucking, you can't have anybody fucking a pie. That's not right. Yes, you can, you dick. So uh, anyway, oh my God, what am I so upset about? Uh, No sudden move. It's so slow and it's really supposed to be action packed. I can tell Soderbergh wanted it to be action packed, but it's fucking watching syrup. Do you know what I mean? It's it's like watching maple syrup drip from a tree. I'm like, "Come on, you guys. Come on. Come on, you guys." And I and I really gave it a chance. I watched the whole thing, and I think that uh, the actors who took the project, yes, they I called it a project. That took this project decided that it was going to be a great vehicle for their acting chops. Like Don Cheadle. I love Don Cheadle. I fuck love him uh he's great acting unbelievable but let me tell you something about this role he talks like this the whole time he talks like this the whole time this is his voice the whole time and he talks like this the whole time and then you have benicio who's like well you know it's not i mean it's okay but it's not like the best uh, okay it's one of those movies where you have to turn the volume up to 30 to hear the dialogue and then there's a shootout scene and you're like what so it's like fucking explosions so, watch if you will, kids. But uh, don't say that your Auntie Jess hasn't warned you about the fucking slowness of it all. All right, I'm three minutes over. I've got people calling and texting. I think I might have uh, some uh, delivery. Mm-hmm, yes. It's nothing very exciting. Well, it is. It's a, I believe my smoked salmon might be here. Mm-hmm. I had a friend go to Alaska. That's how I knew that they shoved cars off the cliffs in Alaska on the 4th of July because my friend went. That's right. That's how I get my information from real sources, from real people. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. All right, you. uh, Listen, if you haven't already... Please subscribe to the show. Uh, this is where I get like my little commercial going. Uh, please, please share it. If you've laughed more than once or twice and you've been entertained and I ha- have only said basically and literally twice because to talk about what that meant to me, please share this, won't you? It really helps me if you share the show. Let's get the numbers up. Let's get the people out. Let's get everybody giggling. That's really what it's all about, right? Stop being afraid to tell uh, how you feel. You know what I mean? If Unless it's mean. You can keep your meanness to yourself. Although I was quite mean last night. Like I said, School of Patrice O'Neill Comedy. That's where I graduated from. Um, I didn't even get to tell you about the petroglyphs, but I guess that'll be next week. Kids, listen. Uh, share the show. Subscribe to the show. Love, love each other. Love yourselves. If you're not doing anything to hurt yourself and you're not doing anything to hurt another person, you're doing fucking great. We're still kind of pandemicing and whatever that means to you, just do your best. 
You're killing it. I love you so much. Just take it easy, baby. If we're still not out of the fucking woods yet, we're just not. Although you are finished with wood. Stop it. That was so dumb. All right. I love you. I'm going to go uh, and have a great rest of your week or weekend or whenever you listen to this. And uh, again, share it with your motherfucking friends. Make some laughter. Make some things happen. I'm excited to... Uh, See what what is next in our life. Oh, next week I'm going to be uh, live from Arizona. That's right, bitch. Don't come and get, don't come, well, come and, yeah, you can. I'm going to be in Arizona next week. So it should be a lot of fun. Uh, Mr. Sean McCarthy will be my special guest star. I don't usually have another person on the show, but I'm going to have this motherfucker. He's hilarious. He's uh hilarious and he's fucking crazy so uh look forward to that have a great day i am loving you i am sending you all the good things and uh i'll see you guys uh next uh, oh this friday is art walk so i'll see you on friday i'll do an art walk live for fun and it's really fun down there so 5 30 mountain 4 30 pacific 7 30 on the east coast okay i love you for listening and watching share with your pals have a great day Love you, boy. Love you, I swear. I am going to go. <laughs>